welcome back to the ADHD Friendly Podcast. I'm Patty Blinderman. I'm an ADHD coach and your host of all things ADHD friendly. This is episode 21. And as we're getting ready to spring forward yet again, today I'll be talking about some daylight saving time strategies to manage springing forward and losing an hour of sleep with a little bit more ease. I'm going to begin by just giving you a little bit of information around the history of daylight saving time and how it impacts us. So it initially began in Germany during World War I as a way to conserve fuel. But WebMD says that daylight savings time forces our internal clocks to compete with our watches. They describe this as saying that our internal clocks regulate all the processes of our liver function, our immune system, and our body's physiology, which means that any disruption can have significant effects. This year, that change is on March 13th, and studies actually show that this springing forward and losing an hour of sleep is linked to increased traffic accidents, higher rates of stroke, and more heart attacks. So I wanted to share some ADHD-friendly strategies in case something might be a little sparkly for you to explore experimenting with to see if you can support yourself to transition with that springing forward and losing an hour of sleep with a little bit more ease. So these strategies, again, come from WebMD. And the first is to start going to bed 15, 20 minutes early in the days leading up to the time change. Strategy number two is to avoid alcohol and caffeine, which can disrupt your sleep. Number three is to support your future self with a lighter schedule. So if possible, for those first few days immediately following the time change, see if there's a a way to pare down the number of appointments you have, the the schedule that you have in place for yourself, just to make it a little bit lighter so that you're able to navigate it a little bit more easily. Number four is to get some exercise during the day. Just getting a little bit of exercise time in supports sleep at night. The fifth is to get some time in the sun with sunscreen so that you are supporting yourself by having the time in the sun, which again, can support your ability to transition to sleep at night. Number six is to avoid heavy meals within a couple of hours of bedtime. So just noticing if you can back up your last meal of the day to make it easier to fall asleep at night so you're not trying to go to sleep with a heavy meal. And then avoid too much screen time before bed is number seven. So just being mindful, screen time is anything with a screen. So it can be a computer, phone, TV, just considering if that might be a place to target. Maybe, you know, deciding at at a set time, you're going to transition away from screens to support transitioning to sleep. And then number eight is to create a sleep-friendly environment. And that really is very individual, what that might mean for you. It could be if there's clutter around where you sleep, and that would interrupt your plan to get a good night's sleep. Maybe building in a little bit of time just to tidy up for a few minutes, if that would create a more sleep-friendly environment. And then one thing I I was really inspired to share when I thought about doing this podcast was my own ADHD-friendly experiment from last year. So I call this my spring forward hack. And I have always hated daylight savings time. It just impacts me um, at least a week after 
the spring forward. I don't mind the fall back as much, but I would give up the fall back to not have to spring forward again. That that losing an hour really does impact me in a way that I notice up to a full week after the time change. So I end up dreading it for a week or two leading up to the change every spring. What happened in 2021 last year was since we were in the middle of the pandemic, I didn't have any appointments tying me to time after I finished up with work that Friday before the time changed Saturday night going into Sunday morning. So I had nothing anchoring me to the time for the rest of the weekend. So to make it easier to tolerate that loss of an hour sleep, I decided to treat time like it had already happened, like the change had already taken place on Friday. So at 4 p.m. on Friday, when I finished up work, I went around and changed every clock in my house forward. So I moved it up to 5 p.m. Two, really two days before the time change was going to happen. I did it Friday. And so all day Saturday, I had decided it already happened. All of my clocks reflected this and I just treated the hour like it was already gone. And something magic happened. What I realized was that instead of resenting and dreading it, I felt that magical space of getting to choose. I decided that I was going to go ahead and change the time. And because it felt like a choice, it just created more ease for me to tolerate that. In addition to changing the clocks ahead, I just went to bed about 15 or 20 minutes earlier on Friday night. And I set an alarm to wake up on Saturday morning. I did the same thing on Saturday night, but actually on Sunday morning, I forgot to set an alarm, but I was still able to fall asleep at my normal time Sunday night. So the time change happened Saturday into Sunday. And by Sunday night, I fell asleep at my normal time. And I woke up Monday morning, completely adjusted to the time change. It, it really was like, it didn't even happen. I was so blown away by this experience that I captured the details in my personal owner's manual. I wrote it down so I'd remember, and I even put it in my calendar as a reminder the Friday before the daylight savings time so I would remember what I did and be able to repeat it. I now am looking forward to daylight savings time for the first time ever. Springing forward isn't creating that dread and resentment. It's pulling me into it thinking, oh, I wonder if it'll happen the same way because I already ran an experiment that worked for me. So that's all that I wanted to share in this week's ADHD friendly podcast. As always, I sincerely appreciate your time, focus, and attention as I shared some ADHD friendly ways to support you to spring forward with more ease. If you want to run an ADHD friendly experiment of your own, maybe consider identifying what you will do to support losing an hour of sleep such as turning the clocks back a little bit earlier or getting more time in the sun, a little bit of exercise, tidying up. Pick one thing to experiment with and just notice how it supports you to transition with the spring forward of daylight savings time. If you like this episode, please subscribe to my podcast and recommend it to a friend. Until next time, tally ho. 